What's going on, guys? Austin here, and in this video, we're going to be taking a look at the Extra Points NFL Power Rankings post-week five. So we're starting off with the bottom of the barrel. These are the worst of the worst teams. Uh, Carolina just fired their head coach. I've had them, you know, in the bottom four for, uh, I think, three weeks in a row now. And it's not surprising they got rid of Matt Rule. I do like him uh, as a football leader, but I don't think he's quite built for the NFL, at least not yet. Uh, that, you know, coupled with the fact that Baker Mayfield is your quarterback, you're going to be the worst team in the league. Uh, Chicago has no redeeming quality about them besides the possibility that Justin Fields might be the future and that Roquan Smith might play uh, half the season with the Bears. The Jags, the Steelers, the Commanders, they all have good units, you know, whether it's a pass rush or a linebacker crew or wide receivers or whoever it is. But they also have several, several fatal flaws on the team. Um, you know, for the Commanders, it's the offensive line. For the Steelers, it's the quarterback you know, the offensive line for the Jags. Uh, you know, it's just turnovers in general, um, you know, with Trevor Lawrence. Texans, uh, they have a good defense and they have a good offense, but that's when you're comparing them to the bottom of the barrel teams. The only problem is they have nothing that they do incredibly well. Uh, they have a – I'd say I'd say the best unit on their team is, a, is their secondary, and that's because they have uh, – Jalen Petrie, they have Derek Stingley Jr., and they have uh, Jonathan Owens all back there. And, I mean, really, those are like three top 50 guys, um, you know, in, in the secondary. And so, like, it's okay. The Colts, it's pretty much Jonathan Taylor. Um, somehow they did get a win without Jonathan Taylor. Uh, it was an extremely defensive battle. Didn't really make much sense, but it is what it is. And we've got the Seattle Seahawks, who Geno Smith is just playing absolutely out of his out of his mind this year. Um, you know, you didn't really expect Geno Smith to come into this season and really kill it. There was there was talks about whether or not him or Drew Locke was going to be the starting quarterback this season. But now, not only does Geno look better than Drew Locke ever has, Geno looks just as good as Russell Wilson has the last couple years. So these are the bottom of the barrel teams. Now these are the below average teams. They're all uh, they they're all good at something, but they're not really great at much of anything. Uh, you know, in the case of the Browns, I'd say they are great at running the football, but you know, one thing or another, they're that's holding them back. The Jets and the Saints, they have great wide receiver cores, otherwise can't really do anything. Now, the Raiders, the Patriots, and the Titans, to me, they are teams with a much better much better football team than their record would suggest. They just – it's not like they haven't been – it's not like they've been unlucky. They've just been disappointing. And then you've got the Broncos and the Saints. I, I guess I'd put the Saints in that, in that Raiders, Patriots, Titans category too. Then you've got the Broncos, who they're not as good as their record would suggest. I think they have a great defense and a Russell Wilson problem. And then with the Falcons, they are exactly what you think they are. They are a 2-3 and three football team that is and 5-0 against the spread. And that will get you in the top 20. Now here we have the above-average teams. 
the Rams just keep sliding and sliding and sliding. The only the only reason why the Rams aren't outside of this above average tier is because they have so many good players. They've got Jalen Ramsey. They've got Aaron Donald. They've got Cooper Cup. They've got Matthew Stafford. They've got Bobby Wagner. They have so many players that you think it's just going to click. Oh, yeah, by the way, their head coach, Sean McVay, hasn't clicked yet. I am inches away from putting the Lions ahead of them, but with the horrendous performance that the Lions had on Sunday, it honestly, it's like it's like getting swept in the NBA playoffs. To me, if you get swept, it either means A, you didn't belong there, or B, something went so terribly wrong that the film just has to be burned. And I think that's what happened in this Patriots game where the injuries eventually piled up on the Lions, and they weren't able to, you know, continue playing with backup offensive linemen and backup wide receivers and backup running backs. You know, you couple that with the fact that Bill Belichick is the greatest defensive mind in the history of professional sports. It's a bad recipe for any week. The Cowboys, you know, at one point I had the, I had them, you know, in the mid-20s have snuck their way into the top 10 with another defensive virtuoso performance. I've been saying all year that Green Bay has the best defense in the league. So far, Green Bay hasn't showed jack. Dallas, to me, had a few good defensive personnel, but they have absolutely been playing. Them and the 49ers have been playing balls to the wall. And, you know, credit to them, credit to Cooper Rush, uh, you know, for really basically just not turning the football over, you know, getting good runs in for the running backs. They deserve to be a top 10 team. The Giants... Amazing win. Uh, I mean, really, it's it's not a, it's not about how you win. It's nothing really matters. You beat the Packers. You finally deserve to be legitimized. So I had to bump them up seven because I didn't think they had a chance. I thought it was going to be a game where they were down ten at the end of the first quarter and they were down ten at the end of the fourth quarter. The Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray looks like he played more Call of Duty this offseason than he did study film. Uh, and with a roster as talented as the Cardinals and DeAndre Hopkins coming back, he might be coming back to a team that's already out of playoff contention, um, you know, for all intents and purposes. The Dolphins, they might be able to win with a backup quarterback. They can't win with the third string quarterback. Um, and, you know, that defense was put under pressure by the Jets, who have an amazing receiving core. And you think the you think that the strength of the Dolphins defense is their cornerbacks. But when the Jets have when the Jets have three really good wide receivers and two really good running backs, it's just too much to cover. Tampa Bay and Cincinnati, to me, they are both teams that they are very, very excellent and complete teams, but with just one flaw, and that's the offensive line. Um, now, I think that as far as the comparisons go, they both have very good pass rushes. Now, Tampa has a much better overall defense than the Bengals do, but the Bengals have a better quarterback than the Buccaneers do. Bengals have slightly better weapons than the Buccaneers do, but as of right now, the Buccaneers' offensive line is just slightly less of a problem. Uh, they're both teams that if they put it all together and they, they get completely healthy, they could end the season in the top six easily. Uh, but, you know, same thing with the Rams. They, just, they haven't played to that level. Same thing with the Lions. They've been incredibly hurt. And then we have our cream of the crop. We've got these top eight teams right here, which, I mean, it's really undisputed 
you know, who the top three teams are. The teams that just keep winning every single week in Buffalo at at one for me. Buffalo has some of the best wins in the league, and they also have what I would consider to be the best loss out of all of these, uh, you know, one one loss teams. Uh, Kansas City has a super, super ugly loss against the Colts, and they also just nearly lost to the Raiders. If the Raiders would have, well, I wouldn't say nearly lost, uh, but if the Raiders would have gotten that two-point conversion and the rest of the game played out the way it, it did, Raiders win that game. But neither here nor there. Uh, the Eagles... You know, they escape a game against the Cardinals. We'll see if that kind of gives them a wake-up call. I've got a, I've got a feeling that Dallas is going to beat them this week and wake them up. Now, I think that Philly is a much better team than Dallas, but this feels like a trap game. I don't think that Philly necessarily realizes how good Dallas can be. Uh, Baltimore, they finally didn't blow a lead in the fourth quarter, the, the second half overall. Uh, which that's nice, but the, I mean, the serious problem is their defense is terrible in the second half. Their defense is terrible at holding leads. They have such a, I mean, I mean, it don't, it only fits that Marcus Peters is their is their cornerback, um, because they have such a a boom or bust defense where they're they're jumping on routes and they're either they're either getting tackles for losses or giving up thirty yard runs. They're either, you know, getting interceptions or giving up touchdowns. It's it's not sustainable. They need to – I mean, I keep saying, you know, oh, they need to get healthy. The Ravens, especially their defense, has been horrendously injured, kind of like the Lions offense. San Francisco 49ers, they feel like a team that's about to start peaking and about to go on a nasty run of, you know, maybe five consecutive, six consecutive wins. The Vikings – They've had somewhat of an easy schedule. Um, you know, they've gotten to play the Lions. They've gotten to play the Bears. They've gotten to play the Saints. Uh, you know, a lot of teams that are underwhelming so far, but they have beaten the Packers. Uh, you know, so credit to them. But to me, uh, you know, they've played two teams in this top 10 uh, echelon, and they're one and one. So out of all of these cream of the crop teams, this is where I think they are, you know, slightly below average. The Chargers, uh, same thing with the Rams. They have just so so many amazing players. They have the most great players in the league. You know, with Derwin James, J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Justin Herbert. Uh, you know, unfortunately now they don't have Rashawn Slater, but they still have Corey Lindsley. They've got Keenan Allen, um, and they've got Austin Eckler. Just an amazing collection of players. Uh, but in Chargers fashion, they need to put it all together. And then the worst of the best teams right now is the Packers, who uh, the Packers are honestly, they're, they're two and two just on, I don't know if I'd say schedule or pure luck or whatever it is, but they are not, they're not great. Um, or actually now they're three and two. Um, Packers aren't great. And it's going to take them a while. I think they have the best top to bottom defense in the entire National Football League. But it, there's a coaching problem in Green Bay. They need to switch out from Matt LaFleur before they even realize it. If he doesn't get fired this year, they could be wasting the last years of Aaron Rodgers' career if he even finishes this contract. 
All right, guys, thanks for watching that video. Be sure to like and subscribe and let me know what you think in the comments down below.